welcome to the Service Industry Podcast. Here, you'll learn ways to grow and scale your business, marketing strategies, and a step-by-step plan from people who have done what you're trying to do. You deserve success and freedom of your time. Now, here's your host, Matt Smith. What's going on, guys? Matt here from the Service Industry Podcast. I want to say Merry Christmas. My family is in bed. They are sleeping, and I'm doing this podcast for you on Christmas. Um, yeah, so I, I've been a little behind this week, and uh, everyone went to bed pretty early. They're all worn out from eating junk food and opening gifts, and uh, this is a good opportunity for me to jump on here and share something extremely, extremely important that I know 100%. If you follow what I'm saying in this podcast, you will thank me three, four, five years from now. I promise. Uh, before we get into it, you know, if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, this podcast is uh, a podcast for business owners. Uh, we talk a lot about the home business uh, space. So if you own a home business of any sort where you go out to people's houses or commercials, uh, commercial buildings and service their home uh, or property, this is probably a good podcast for you. Uh, If you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do wherever you listen to it. Uh, It would mean the world to us that we get notified every time we upload, which is at minimum once a week. Um, But yeah, welcome to the podcast. I also want to say thanks to Blue Jay Cleaning. Uh, They left us a review uh, on iTunes. And so I just want to say thank you guys. It means the world. Uh, You guys all know that we do this podcast for free. And so if you're a listener of the podcast and you have not left us a review yet, please do so, especially if you're getting value out of this um, and the stuff that we're bringing to you uh, is hopefully adding value to your personal life and your business. Please leave us a review. It would mean the world. Uh, And that's the only thing we ask in return for doing this podcast every single week for free. Um, So today we're talking a little bit about pricing. Uh, Now, don't click off. You know, you guys know I own a I own a home service business here in Michigan, um, and we're an exterior cleaning company. And I'm not talking about price how to price your services. That's that's not what this is about. Uh, what this is about is talking about the importance of pricing your services correctly. Okay, um, and I'm able to bring this to you a little bit from some personal experience. Um, of not always being the most expensive company in town to being the most expensive company in town. And kind of some things I may have done different, some things I would have kept the same, and how it affects you either way. And so this is good for any of you guys just getting started, or if you've been in business for a long time and you're struggling with your pricing, uh, this is a good podcast for you guys to be listening to. So you know, I, I put out a post 24 hours ago um, just telling people we're going to do a podcast on pricing and to send me a handful of questions that you would like answered on the podcast live. I'm not going to share their names, um, but I did take three questions out of the group um, that I thought would be most relatable to some of you guys listening. Uh, so kind of near the end, I will go over those and do my best to answer them. Uh, this can be a fairly short podcast, um, but I will answer those three questions at the end. <clears throat> so first off, why is pricing important? Now, that seems like a stupid question, uh, but I see it all the time, right? And the first thing, you know, a lot of people are going to say, well, because I want to make money. Well, that's actually not true. Um, the highest thing on my priority list is attracting good talent. And you can have the best company culture, you can be the best boss, you can care about your employees more than any boss cares about their employees, right? 
But at the end of the day, that doesn't put food on people's tables. That doesn't, you know, pay their electric bill, doesn't pay their cable bill. And so although your company may have awesome, awesome company culture and they may love working for you, I promise there will be a time where that employee leaves because he has to find a better opportunity. And so, you know, he loves working for you. And by the way, I'm, I'm speaking from experience because this has happened to us. You know, I had guys that loved working for me. I cared about them. I took care of them. You know, our company culture was awesome. But at the end of the day, we could only pay them a certain amount, right? And no, ma- let me say this as a disclaimer. You're going to have people out there that no matter what you pay them, they will not be satisfied. Those are not the people I'm talking about because those are the people you don't want in your business anyway, okay? The people that I am talking about are the people that appreciate you. They work hard, right? They show up on time. They're the A players. The A players want to work for you, but at some point, if you can't provide them a monetary uh, value amount that they need to be paid, they're going to have to go somewhere else. They will be forced to go find a different job. And there's a great chance they won't like that job. They'll probably not like the boss they work for. They're going to always say that you were their favorite job, their favorite boss. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because so-and-so's wife or so-and-so's husband has to put food on the table. And so pricing your services right is important because you want to be able to afford to pay your staff as much as you possibly can. The more you can pay people, the better chance that you have of attracting A players. Now, we'll go into a different episode about A players, B players, C players, D players as far as employees go. But for right now, we're talking about attracting A players and being able to pay them well is huge, right? Now, I'm not saying that all the other stuff doesn't matter. It does, totally right? Like no one wants to work for an a-hole boss, even if they're getting paid good. Like at some point, you know, it can go just the opposite as well. You know, if they're treated like crap at work, even though they're getting paid a lot, at some point there's a good chance they're going to leave. But I will say this, I have seen way more often people leave working for an awesome boss because they can't afford to pay him more versus working for an a-hole boss and they're getting paid a ton and it makes it even harder to leave. So money's huge guys. Like at the end of the day, you know, you can listen to all the all the podcasts and all the people out there say that company culture is the most important thing, but I would say they're pretty darn close to even, but at the end of the day, money probably outweighs that, okay? So you gotta price your services right so you can afford to pay your people a lot. I don't wanna beat a dead horse, but it's important, okay? The problem is, if you're an owner-operator right now, maybe you're new or maybe you've been, maybe you've been doing it for, I don't know, five, 10 years on your own and that's just what you like, but you want to start venturing into getting employees because you want off the truck. Well, you know, you've been working and, you know, you've been making 50 bucks an hour or 60 bucks an hour. And to you, that's really good money. But what you'll find out later on is that you can't afford to run a business with employees charging prices like that. Okay. The second reason it's important is because of your margins. Like you, you have to understand that you have your expenses, right? You have payroll, you have your office, you have equipment, you have insurance, you have all your stuff that you have to pay right off the top, right? And then what do you have left over? Because the trap I see a lot of people get in is that they pay their self, let's just throw a, a nice even number out there, 50000 and then they pay all their other expenses and their payroll, and at the end of the year, they don't really have a whole lot of money left over. Well, their margins aren't very good. And one day, if they ever go to sell that business, 
that the buyer is going to say like, your margins suck and I'm going to pay a lot less for it. And so not only are we thinking on the, the selling side of the business when we sell one day, but we're thinking at the end of the year, what did you work for? Right. And I fell into this trap a little bit very early on. Like we weren't the cheapest company in town, but I was able to pay myself and I was able to pay all, all the bills and, and payroll and all that stuff. And at the end of the year, I, I looked at our P&Ls and I was like, dude, we didn't really make any money. Like all the stress of dealing with employees and finding new jobs and marketing and, and all of that stuff. And then at the end of the year, you're like, for what? Like I could have worked somewhere else and made the salary with half the stress. You know what I mean? So your margins, guys, it is so important to have good margins. Now, a lot of people say, well, what should my margins be, Matt? Well, it's kind of a trick question because it depends on the size of your company, right? If you're an owner operator, you should have massively high margins. If you don't, something's majorly wrong. And if you're a company doing a half million bucks a year, you know, it really depends on the service you offer. But in our industry, uh, 20 to 30% is pretty normal. Um, and, and I think that goes pretty service industry wide. Uh, you know, I see, I talk to guys all the time that are in the 20 to 30% range for profit margins. Um, but, and that sounds low, but at the end of the day, it's not as easy to get there as you think, especially when you're scaling and pushing hard to grow. Um, and so that's another reason why pricing is so important. We want your margins to be on point and where they need to be. Okay. So let's dive into a couple of these questions here. Um, the first question uh, came from somebody that's just starting out and they said, you know, just starting out, should I start pricing low or high? Well, you guys hear me talk about this a lot. My first year in business, uh, like I said, we were not the cheapest in town, but we were definitely not the most expensive. Why was that? Well, it's because I had bills to pay, right? And I, I teach this a lot. I say, listen, you're in your first year of business. I don't want you to focus on pricing all that much. The only thing I really want you to focus on is sales. We'll figure out the pricing stuff as we go. Because the reality is we don't really know what you need to charge yet. Uh, you know, we can do things like um, mystery shop, you know, large companies in town to find out what they're charging. That's a great way to start. Um, you know, companies that are legit companies that you would, you know, kind of look up to and want to model after. So you can definitely mystery shop and figure that stuff out. But at the end of the day, we have to figure out specifically where your pricing needs to be. And so your first year in business, go out and get as many jobs as you possibly can. I'm not saying you know, give away the house, but I am saying don't focus on price so much. Just work your system, get the jobs, and we'll figure out pricing as you go. Now, I also give a fair warning to that advice. Understand that next year or the year after, you're going to come to a point where you're servicing your first year clients over and over, and you know, you're two years in now, your prices are much higher. So what do you do? Do you raise your prices on those first year clients that really helped you get your business going? Do you just do it out of sympathy and, and being thankful that they hired you back in the day when, when nobody knew about you? What do you do? And that's really up to you. But what we found was you know, the first couple of years uh, that we came in that situation, um, we actually left the majority of our first year clients prices the same. Um, we did that out of being thankful that they helped us get started. Even though they didn't know that, just in my own heart, like I was like, man, like this, this first year customer base right here, these are the people that made this possible. So for two or three-ish years, uh, we didn't raise their prices. Last year, we had to raise their prices uh, because we started scaling more. We had a lot more employees, a lot more overhead, and we were not profitable on those jobs. And so please understand that 
if you get into business and you price some things pretty low to get jobs and pay the bills and, and survive, it's okay. But at some point, you're going to have to come to the fact where you either raise those people's prices and understand that the majority of them may leave, right? Because you've trained them to pay a certain amount. And when you raise their prices by 20 or 30%, because that's what needs to happen, they may go find somebody else. By the way, that's okay. And honestly, that's probably what's going to happen. So prepare for that. But understand that they helped you get the business going and some of those people will stay with you. So don't, don't worry about that. But understand, if you do price things low in the beginning, that's going to happen in year two, year three, year four, okay? You're gonna have a little bit of fall off from those people, but it's okay because you're gonna have so many more customers that are good paying customers. You're not gonna be wasting your time with the low paying people. Uh, question two, what happens if my prices have been low for years? Well, that was just kind of what I said. Um, at some point, you have to make a choice. We did this, guys. Like, <clears throat> I lived this situation out. We looked at our P&L. We're like, we're not making any freaking money, okay? It feels good to be doing all this revenue, but at the end of the day, our margins weren't that great. And so I said, listen, like, I am okay with losing people, but let's raise our prices by 20%. And we did this. We raised our prices by 20%. And we lost a certain percentage of those customers. Actually, honestly, not a ton. Um, but we did lose customers because of it, right? And so we raised our prices 20%. It allowed us to pay our people more. And it gave us a better margin at the end of the year. And so what happens if your prices are low and they've been low for years? You just have to make the choice. Like, listen, the customers you're servicing now aren't making you any money. You're out spinning your wheels over and over, being stressed out, getting callbacks, all this kind of stuff for what? for low margin customers. So you have just to make the choice to man up and say, listen, I'm gonna take a hit this year. And guess what? You probably won't do less in revenue. You'll probably still grow, but it won't always feel like that. Like it hurts, man. Like when you when a customer calls you and says, hey, I want you to clean my windows again this year, or I want you to do my carpet cleaning or whatever you do. And you say, okay, no problem. Last year, your price was $200. And this year it's gonna be 249. And they say, whoa, whoa wait, it was only 200 last year. I know Mrs. Smith, but we did raise our prices this year because, you know, our business is growing. We have a lot more expenses. In order to be profitable, we had to raise our prices a little bit. So I apologize, but unfortunately, that is the new price. And that customer goes, click. No thanks, then I'll find somebody else. And you've serviced Miss Smith for three years in a row and you know her personally, it hurts. And what happens is most people at that point go, crap, I can't raise my prices. I have to, Mrs. Smith, never mind. We'll do it for $200, whatever. Well, that's a trap, right? And so you have to man up and man through that and understand, hey, I may lose some customers that I feel like are really loyal customers. You just can't take it personal, guys. At the end of the day, regardless of the customer relationship you have, you've got to make freaking money. If you don't make money in business, you're going to spin your wheels and eventually you will go out of business. So if you've had low prices for years, it's as simple as that, guys. You just got to raise them and you got to man through it and understand what's going to happen, prepare for it, and just do it, okay? Last question, how can I get away with charging more than everybody else? This is a great question. Um, so very, very simple, perceived value. That's it. So what does that mean? It means when somebody calls your business, you pick up and they don't have to go to voicemail. It means you give them a quote within 24 hours of them asking you, okay? It means when you go give them a quote, if you're doing them in person, you show up in a truck that's 
clean, has a wrap on it so they can identify what company you're with. You get out of that truck, you're in a full uniform, okay? You're in a you're in a nice golf shirt with khakis on, okay? Not jeans. You walk up, you knock on the door, you take two steps back so you're not crowding the person when they answer it. You introduce yourself. You, you walk them through step-by-step step how you're going to do the estimate. You do a walk around. The estimate sheet that you give them is a full page, high gloss, super, super nice. You don't just price them for the service they asked for. You price them for all the services you offer because you're doing them a favor and they don't know you offer everything. The estimate sheet that you're a uh, competitor gave them was on the back of a business card or some crappy uh, trifold or, or uh, a carbon copy sheet. And so this is how you begin to charge more guys when they're holding your estimate sheet versus your competitor's estimate sheet. And it physically looks and feels more expensive, right? And when your competitor pulled up and their car was not marked and they were wearing jeans and you weren't, all this stuff plays into effect, guys, okay? When Mrs. Jones calls you out for a quote and she called three other companies and she went through the whole experience of what it was like to get quotes from everybody else and you answered on the first ring and you gave them a quote within 24 hours. It took the other company two days and she left a voicemail for them and they called her back a day later, right? All this stuff, all this perceived value, right, is how you are able to charge more. For us in our industry, for window cleaning specifically, there's a franchise out there called Fish Window Cleaning. Um, they're all over the country. They have franchises all over, and we quote against them all the time. We literally smoke fish window cleaning eight out of 10 times. Why? Not because we're cheaper. We're actually much more expensive. It's because our perceived value, right? Whether it's me going out and giving the quote or our sales manager going out and giving the quote or whoever it is and our office manager answering the phone, we just do it so much better. Everything we do is better than them. It's that easy. And so when the customer goes through the whole experience of getting a quote from both of us, yeah, we're 50 bucks higher than they are, but we felt $200 more expensive, okay? So it's all how you're making the customer feel and how they look at your company. We want you to feel expensive. We have people ask us all the time, are you guys a franchise? No, why? Just the way you guys operate, like it just is so like good. Like people just love how our company operates because everything is so smooth. It's just like we're a well-oiled machine. We know exactly what we're doing. Like every piece of the process is perfect, right? And we all know nothing's perfect. But what I'm saying is we do it so much better than everybody else. And it's not me tooting our own horn. We worked very hard to get here. But that is how you charge more. And at the end of the day, when you go out and you lose to fish window cleaning on two out of 10 jobs, it doesn't matter because that person that bought from fish rather than us were price shoppers. And we don't want price shoppers. We want value shoppers. We want people who are buying on value, not price. Why? Because next year when fish calls them to get their windows cleaned, they're going to have hired some other guy who did it for $10 less. Where when we call our customer next year, they're going to rehire us because they know we did a good job and they hire on value. They don't care about the price. These are also the same people that in a year from now, when you have to raise your prices 10%, they won't leave. So I hope this podcast helps you guys. Pricing is wickedly important. It is crucial. I'll give a shout out to my buddy, uh, Keith Kelfis. Uh, he talks about this a lot, like in the early years when he was pricing things for dirt cheap, right? Um, and how like he realized very quickly, like, dude, I'm just spinning my freaking wheels right now. Like, I'm not making any money. He came to the realization, like, I have to charge more. 
a lot of you guys are in the same place, okay? And if you're just getting started, you know, please listen to this over and over if you have to, because if you apply it three, four, or five years from now, you're going to email me and say, Matt, I applied what you said in that podcast that you did on Christmas in 2018. Thank you. And if you don't apply it, you're also going to email me and say, Matt, I'm in trouble. Help. So, hey, guys, um, do me a favor. If you guys do any kind of print marketing, any kind of Google AdWords, uh, any kind of Facebook ads, I own a marketing company called Service Industry Marketer. We can help you guys with that. We help companies all over the country. Uh, We're going to bring some of our guests on the show and not to talk about our business at all, but to talk about their business and their experience. We have uh, some really cool clients with really awesome stories that I think you guys will gain a lot of knowledge from. Um, And now that we have quite a good listening base, um, I think a lot of you guys would love to start to hear that stuff. So below in the show notes is our company's website, serviceindustrymarketer.com. I also have our email in there if you have any questions um, from, you know, that maybe popped up from this podcast uh, or any kind of marketing questions you have. We're always available to talk and help. Um, And honestly, guys, like just like you should be, our goal is to bring you as much value as possible, expecting nothing in return. And what happens in return is, you know, eventually, some of you guys hire us to, to help you with marketing. And at the end of the day, my heart is just to help people because for me, when I was first starting out, I had mentors that were doing, you know, $10 million a year in pest control business and they were helping me for free. And so that's why I do these podcasts and all the YouTube videos and the Instagram posts and all that stuff. Like I just want to help somebody out there who was in the situation that I was in, um, whether just getting started or you're 10 years in your business and you want to scale. And so it just means a lot that you guys listen to this and, and watch all of our uh, content. So we love you guys. I hope you've had an awesome Christmas. Um, 2019 is near, and I cannot stress this enough. Please, please, please don't go into January 1st without a plan for 2019. You've got to have your plans laid out and your goals laid out by week, by month, by year. That way you can stay on track, stay focused, right? and hit your goal. So I just promise if you do that, that you will be so much more likely to get to where you want to be so much faster. So I love you guys. I'm out for the night and we'll talk to you guys next time. This episode of the service industry podcast has ended, but be sure to check out our other episodes. Please subscribe to the podcast if it has brought you any value. And as always, don't forget to rate and review the show. Does your home service business need help getting new customers? Matt's company, Service Industry Marketer, can help. Service Industry Marketer specializes in print marketing, Google AdWords management, and Facebook ad management. Visit serviceindustrymarketer.com for more information. See you in the next episode.